And welcome back to Pace the Nation. We are broadcasting from a few different locations, actually, today. I'm your host, Chris Farley. On the phone with me today is my co-host, William E. Docks and Joanna E. Russo. Guys, what's up? You there? Yeah, but we're not in the same place. No, you're not. Joanna, you there? Hey, Chris. How's it going? It's going fantastic. Good. You're both there. I see... I'm looking at the computer where we're recording. I see lines coming up and down. That means... I think it means that that we're going to have some audio recorded that we're going to be able to play this week. I appreciate you guys making this thing happen here a little bit of a unique show today but you know as we want to do every week we want to give uh the listeners weekly content joanna tell the listeners where you are i'm in beautiful princeton new jersey back to the new jersey roots and docks where are you now i'm at a proper beach down in north carolina (laughs) from princeton new jersey and a proper beach there in north carolina and i'm I'm broadcasting from my house here uh, in Clarendon, so uh, we are committed to the show. Um, what are you doing down there, Docs? Fighting off sleep. Oh yeah, that's right. You were out of town for your for your other job, probably jet lag at this yeah. point. So you're. you're I'm, I'm very jet lagged. Yeah. Trying to stay awake, Joanna. What are you doing up in uh, Princeton? So I'm working at the Princeton store. Okay. For about a week. Even up in Princeton, I but, hear. How many area locations do you have up in Princeton, Joanna? Just, just one on um, Palmer okay. Square. Well, I hear uh, that even up in Princeton, were you recognized because of the podcast? Oh, my God, I was. Yeah, so I had a fan interaction um, up in Princeton. I, I'm just, like, beginning to feel more and more like a celebrity, and I just really feel like I'm a very uh, good celebrity. Nice. So... Yeah, um, a guy who actually lived on Clarendon was visiting his sister in Princeton, and he came into the store, and I got to meet him, and it was pretty awesome. Well, guy down in Clarendon, thanks for listening to the show. Appreciate you doing some business with us up there in Princeton as well. Anybody what noticed? What does that mean? What's that? What does that mean, uh, Joanna? What does that mean? You're a good celebrity. <laughs> um, well, you know, like some people, I feel like well, some celebrities, let's say, get like really annoyed if you come up and like talk to them or um you know like they just they just don't have time for common people but since i'm such a minor celebrity i really appreciate <laughs> the time that i get to spend with my fans yeah you can relate to the the common folks out there that's good of you joanna docs any anybody recognize you down there in north carolina not even my parents <laughs> well that, that's too bad that's too bad well you just yeah. got there hopefully Hopefully, at least your parents will recognize you by the end of the the week's vacation. Yeah, we uh we're 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 going to try to do this unique show today. Uh, we broadcasted uh, last week from Is the green. Sponsored by the word unique. <laughs> no, it's not like a Sesame Street thing where we sponsor the show. No, I think you're more witty when you're tired. You should come to the shows tired more often <laughs> than Docs. But yes, Docs, today we do have a different show. Uh, we're going to replay a couple interviews that we did at the 14th Street Pacers Running Grand Opening. I'm sorry you weren't there uh, for that. Hopefully when uh, you listen to the interviews, you'll enjoy them as much as I, I'm sure our uh, listeners will. Uh, we're also going to get to our Twitter activity of the week. 
and give somebody a twenty dollar uh, gift card to Pacers Running for the tweet of the week. I I reached out to J D Keevy last week and got him. He bought a uh, a Pacers Running DC flag shirt amongst other things with his uh, twenty dollar gift card. So uh, we'll, we'll we'll get to the the tweet of the week as well. But let's first get to these. Uh, other tweets before we get to the to the tweet of the week. A lot of activity we, on on Twitter this week. Do, do we have any unique tweets this week? <laughs> there are a few unique tweets. All of them are are oh, cool. are, are fairly unique. Probably they fit right in for this show. And and I don't even know. There's so many of them um, that that I don't. I I'm not even going to be able to get to all of them. But I'll, I'll read a few of the 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 highlights that we had. I enjoyed the Tom Cruise doing meatloaf. I think that was was that from your dad, uh, Joanna? Uh yeah, I think it was. It was like a my dad and Todd and somebody else was involved in that. There's a lot of people that were involved in the Tom Cruise meatloaf conversation. There's no way for us to to verify this, but no. I, I thought somebody brought that to his attention. Yeah, there's no way to verify it. We don't need to fact check. Uh, but that was yeah. just one of our. It was probably Mr. Morthy. I'm going to start calling him Mr. Morthy because I botched his name so many times. I tweeted about that. Yeah. He's not happy with uh, me me uh, giving me about uh, your pronunciation. Yeah. No. He's def- he's come to my defense. I appreciate that, um, Mr. Morthy. Yeah. Uh, he he mentioned that he thought the podcasts were getting better and better. So we, we I always read the ones that stroke us. So thank you for that. Uh, we also heard from Optimus Primate. Uh, he he talked about uh, the word doppelganger. He said it's a loan word from a German word for double and walker. I learned last week what umlauts were. Um, Chris Jedin, uh, what's good that? Recall. Good recall. Yeah. Uh, good, good recall. <laughs> well, thank you, Optimus Primate. Uh, Chris Jedin, he appreciated his uh, his spot on the show. He thanked us for letting him check something off his bucket list now i wasn't sure whether his uh bucket list was climbing the mountain or was it being on our show i think it was being on our show oh i I think yeah being on the show yeah i I mean depends on when he wrote the bucket list yeah uh, yeah being on a podcast was probably on his bucket list (laughs) yep and then you know it just happened to be our vehicle but he was a good guest he that, was, that was a good he, he was a good guest. Uh, Find your inner pace um, was actually the one who said uh, that Tom Cruise does the meatloaf. Good. I'm, I'm glad people are helping my dad find more <laughs> meatloaf. Uh, Glenn, Glenn, well, he doesn't he doesn't get it on this show, so he's got to get it somewhere else. <laughs> Glenn, Glenn Fitzpatrick chimed in. He said he just finished episode 14. He wants to hear the details about the Navy Yard build out when it starts up. Yeah, so we will keep. Everybody's favorite segment going. Uh, unfortunately, not this week, but the build-out segments will continue. But it's like it's like True Detective. It'll be a whole new cast. Uh, yeah, exactly. Quality, exactly. There was a lot of chatter about a lot of chatter that I can't even go you know talk about was the uh, happy hour that we're. It looks like we're, we're we're honing in on the middle of August for our uh, Pace the Nation happy hour. So um, yeah, I'm 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 just gonna go ahead and set a date for that one. If if it's gonna be in August, yes, gonna be in August. Okay, I'll, I'll call it. I'll call it right now. The date that they're the date that they're throwing around right now is one that I'm definitely out of town for. Okay, well we'll we'll we, we can't have that. No, we can't have we that. Can't have we that. were you were out of town last week when we went on our remote broadcast, and 
I have to say, we, we like, missed any, you. We definitely. Anytime, anytime it's uh, time for, for people to get out of the cage, uh, it's, it's always a day that I'm not available. <laughs> of course. Um, the mid-pack biped, he, he uh, enjoyed the episode 10 um, hot weather gear. Uh, he loves his climate chill shirts. Uh, thanks for going back and listening to uh, episode 10. You know, you can go find all these episodes, you know, on iTunes. And we are on Stitcher now as well. Uh, and just a couple more guys. Uh, Michael Miller was totally geeking out uh, to the race director sharing what it takes to put on a race. That was obviously referencing the Lisa interview. All right. So our tweet of the week, it was from Annie Owens. At Pace the Nation, don't worry, at Run Pacer. You're way more entertaining than John Dickerson. Hashtag, he's the Face the Nation host, in case you didn't know. So You didn't. He didn't know, so. Yeah, I didn't, so thank you for the hashtag. Guarantee he didn't know that. And, and I made the uh, unilateral decision that that was our tweet of the week, and she gets $20 in Pacers Bucks. Andy had a couple tweets this week, and, of course, you can always tweet us, at Pace the Nation on Twitter. Uh, so you can follow us there and interact with us. We do read tweets and respond to tweets every week. So, Docs, you've been traveling. How's your running been away from home? Did have some good runs last week when I was overseas. Mm-hmm. Um, I flew home yesterday, and I was home this morning. Uh, so I, I ran on my, my regular trail today, and I did my long run, and I was... I have I had a new strategy to uh, prevent somebody from passing me on the trail <laughs> without disrupting my my pace. Okay. I just took a fork in the road. Oh, you just like, went. Right, like somebody was coming up on my shoulder uh, for quite some time. Right. And I knew he was going to pass me if I did. You know, my other option was to ruin my long run. Uh, and then I had a, a fork in the road, so I just took a right. But the main trail went left, and you, they just kept going left, and what, and I I officially did not get passed. You didn't get passed. Well, you you also took the gamble that he wasn't going to take that same right uh, to fork in the road uh, at the same point you were going to fork in the road. Yeah, but then uh, like a quarter mile up the road, or or maybe even less than a quarter mile, I could have I could have taken the bridge and gone back over. So you had another trail. fork. That's a good call. Um, yeah. My advice. I don't, I, I don't hate on your your uh, tactics there, but my advice would be just to let him pass you, and you know, don't let him ruin. We've talked about this before on the show, but don't let him ruin your run. That, I mean, that's just me. I did both. <laughs> I know, you, that's true. You, you're thinking too simple. My my plan, I I check two boxes. That's true. I didn't ruin my Sunday run, and uh, I also didn't get passed. You are listening to Pace the Nation. It's a unique show today. There's that word again, Docs. We're going to take a quick break and play one interview from last week. Which has a blatant lack of Docs in it. Which does have a blatant lack of Docs in it. You know, you be the judge whether it's a better show without Docs or not. <laughs> no, of course not. Of course Although not. If it, if it is a better show without Docs, please don't tweet in my direction. No, no, of course not. We're always better when we're in the same, we're in the same studio together. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back with Joanna and I and a special guest right after this. It's a fucking rock concert. Ready to stand up. 
All right, welcome to Pace the Nation. We're broadcasting remotely from the 14th Street Grand Opening. I'm your host, Chris Farley. Alongside me today is Joanna E. Russo. Joanna, what's up? Hi, Chris. How are you doing? Good. People can hear me now. Well, we can't hear Docs. I played that music for Docs. Oh, because Docs loves Pearl Jam. He does love Pearl Jam. He, unfortunately, is not here to see the festivities of the 14th Street Grand Opening. This is our first live broadcast in front of people. Yeah, so far it's going okay. Throws of people in front of us. Uh, you're going to be able to hear this if you can hear, hear us out there uh, in the audience. You're going to be able to hear this at Pace the Nation. Uh, you can find us at Pace the Nation on Twitter. You'll be able to hear it on iTunes and Stitcher. And a lot of other platforms now we're really excited about. Yeah, we're expanding. We are. So we're really excited about um, kind of getting the show out there a little bit more, and that's the reason why I wanted to uh, just talk to the folks here at the grand opening party about what the podcast is. So our podcast, Joanna, is Pace the Nation. Pace the Nation. It's you, it's me, and it's Doc's. And Doc's, unfortunately, isn't here today, as we mentioned. So it looks like we made Doc's up, but he's a so, real person. But he is a real person. Uh, we broadcast once a week. Once a week. And what do we talk about? We talk about all things related to running, D.C., the whole running lifestyle. Somebody asked us that the other day. What do we, what's the purpose of the show? What do we talk about? What are we, what are we t- trying to accomplish? Can you articulate that? We try to inspire all the people in our community to love running as much as that we do yep i think that's a good i think that's a good description um today's program joanna we're gonna have uh we have two guests uh we have charlie ban again and i think you guys have if if you haven't heard the show charlie ban who's the editor of run washington uh and just all around good guy was your nemesis yeah, it was debatable for a while if Charlie was an all-around good guy, but yeah, I think we've, we've patched things up. I think we've patched things up, too. And uh, so we're going to have him on. Uh, we're going to try to tweak this microphone situation to make sure that we can hear from him. We're also going to have Joe Schultz on, who's uh, manager of our Alexandria store and runs our training programs. Uh, we've got gr- great training programs here at Pacers Running throughout the, uh, throughout the D.C. area and He's going to talk to us about those programs and what he, he's offering, so that should be cool as well. Yeah, that'll be awesome. It's always good to hear from Joe. We, we want you to listen. We've got 107 followers on Twitter. Well, I think we're more than that now. Yeah, maybe, maybe even more. We've got your dad listens, your mom listens. Yeah, those big, are, big fan base. You're really like making people want to listen to the show. <laughs> Charlie listens. Today basically is... Just me pandering for more listeners is essentially what I'm up here doing. I feel like that's every day. <laughs> that's true, too. So we want you to listen. We want you to give us feedback. We are at Pace the Nation on Twitter. We're trying to do something different, trying to do something unique, trying to offer the DC Runner another outlet to get information, interact, talk to people. I own the stores. You run one of our stores. Doc's, you know, he is an avid runner and... You know, he, he comes does, in the store. He goes in the store a lot, and he does a lot of the heavy lifting. He offers a lot of wit, witty banner, too. But we did have a couple people who um, asked about us broadcasting today. I want to give a shout-out to uh, Darcy, who was looking forward to seeing us broadcast. I don't know if she came back or not. Uh, she was a big Docs fan. 
A Docs has fans? He's got big fans. Darcy was a so Docs fan. So do you think the Docs has more fans than we do? I Could, could be. I. Because, you know, my, my own mother, her favorite person on the show is Docs. Is Docs? Okay. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening to us. We're going to take a quick break, and we're going we're gonna to interview Charlie Band. Should be a fun interview, a live interview. You're at the Pacers running 14th Street Grand Opening, and this is Pace the Nation. We'll be right back. All right, we're back. We're bringing our next guest in with some Grateful Dead. It's Charlie Band, the editor-in-chief of Run Washington. Charlie, what's up, man? Hey, what's happening? I know you love this. It's, it, Grateful Dead is, is kind of your uh, walk-up music on this show now. Are you big? <laughs> obviously a big Dead fan? Yeah, my, 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 dad, um, my dad got me into them pretty early on, so it's... It stuck with me most of my life. Did I hear you just finished watching an hour-long dead show? It was about, I watched about two and a half hours of it. Two and a half hours. All right, if you listened to the show a couple weeks ago, I talked about how busy Charlie Band was, the editor-in-chief of Run Washington. He also uh, has another full-time job uh, dealing with counties, if I remember correctly. But he has time to watch two and a half-hour dead shows. And it sounds like he's not busy enough. And run. I know he runs a lot too. So busy's relative. Yeah, that's I true. Well, you gotta you gotta have time for the dead shows. That's awesome. Well, Charlie, thanks for joining us. You've been you. waiting all day here uh, at the 14th Street Grand Opening celebration. Uh, we're sitting in the window of 14th Street as uh, onlookers walk by. Broad- sunscreen. I know. Broadcasting live. Now you're running the race tonight. I'm not sure how this is going to help your race. It's not going to help, but uh, I'm not going to let it hurt. Whoa, whoa, whoa. This is your your five-second bump. We're we're actually going to see that because uh, last time I was on, I ran a race the next day. So I'll have empirical evidence to compare here. I'll I'll be able to compare my Autism Speaks 5K time to Crystal City and see if there is a boost. So what did you run at the Autism Speaks 5K? Uh, 16.41. All right. Solid. So... For those who don't listen, and you know, we're we're trying to implore people to listen to the show. For those who don't listen, anytime somebody comes on the show, they get at least a five second bump from their PR. So we will see what how it how it works for being on the show during the day and then actually racing that tonight. So uh, stay tuned for that next week. Uh, but Charlie, I, I, we brought you on today, kind of on a, a more serious note, to talk about uh, Run Washington. So for new followers to the program uh describe what run washington is it is two different media uh it's a quarterly magazine Mm -hmm. and it is a uh the best way to describe it is a magazine about runners it's not about running it's not a fitness magazine it deals entirely with narrative stories on uh local runners uh it differs from run running times runners world because Mm -hmm. it doesn't prescribe any workouts it doesn't deal with nutrition it only we figure we have a limited space. Let's, we have so many stories in the D.C. area to tell. Let's focus on that. People want training advice. They can, we've got tons of great coaches around here. We're, we're going to focus our efforts on doing what we can do best, and that is telling stories. So you do tell great stories. Last couple weeks ago when you were on the show, you told the, told the story of Ted Hobart. Uh, you told the story of Matthew Hua. Those are two. I think it's, is it Hua? Hua. Hua. 
Uh, those are two great stories. And do listen to Charlie's podcast, which I thought was really good. Uh, that was episode 11. So you're profiling these runners. Uh, Quarterly Magazine, we've got one coming up in August. What's that going to be? It's going to be largely cross-country based because we've got a, an excellent cross-country scene in the uh, D.C. area, particularly Virginia this year. It's going to be, it's going to be very good. We've got, got three kids yep. who made the Foot Locker, uh, four kids who have made national final. Foot Lockers is the finals of, of, of every year in the national championships for high school cross-country. Uh, and we got three, you said, that come uh, from this area? Three, I believe. Uh, one was uh, Andrew Hunter from Loudoun Valley High School was fourth last year as a junior. Wow. He just ran uh, 842 for two miles, wow. uh, beating the national champions. So he's going to be one to watch. So we've got some great talent from the area. Mm-hmm. August 15th, uh, describe the event that's going to happen over at T.C. Williams. It's a, uh, it's a pep rally. It's, okay. It's, we're going to get kids fired up. We're going to get things going. Okay. We're just going get, to get, get, get the kids excited. Every, every high school run in the area is welcome to come. We're going to honor our, uh, our all-run Washington team members. We have uh, a panel of coaches from the area uh, who choose the 10 best runners that they would put against any other Metropolitan Regions uh, team. And beyond that, we have uh, seven deep teams for the D.C., Maryland, and Virginia areas. So we, in total, we, uh, they select 62 runners. Yep. And we give them a little uh, little prize for uh, for being for being for being for being a good guy at sports, right? Uh, being sportos, and we uh, and we recognize them, and we try to bring uh, try to get try to get a, a good uh, good energy going before the season yeah. starts. So it, it is a, it's going to be a pep rally, which uh, we're very excited about, and it's one of the one of the best things I think that uh, Run Washington does does all year. So I'm very I like to think the storytelling is the well, best thing. Well, that too. But uh, something I'm most proud of. So hopefully we're going to have 400 kids. 62 kids will be uh, crowned the all-run Washington team. So that will be very, very exciting. It so might, it might be more accurate to say they'll be shooed. They'll be shoo <laughs> yes. They will be shooed. There will be free... Dad jokes. Free, free, a free pair of spikes. I don't actually have any kids. To, to the... To the top 62 team. Uh, in runners. addition to the, what the magazine does, we also have a, uh, a website that, uh, that offers completely different content, more timely stories, right. uh, race stories, uh, both about road races. Uh, we were doing a little more ultra-running coverage. Uh, just covered the Rosaryville 50K last weekend, uh, miserably hot, uh, and like cross-country. Yes. <laughs> Just uh, like this window, miserably hot. Right. We also try to keep, keep it pretty dynamic. We've got a series of uh, stories about five different marathon runners that we're following throughout the, the, uh, the summer base building and fall uh, marathon season. Okay. So every week we'll have an update from one of our runners. Just everything that, everything that we could possibly make use of what the Internet has to offer, we put on the website. Well, Docs just texted me, and he wanted to make sure that you knew that we were interested in uh, having the podcast being profiled on the website. I saw he didn't mention that when I talked to him last. (laughs) I'm surprised. I thought he would have brought that up. I'm surprised that he didn't. Also, we have a a number of things, race results, Mm -hmm. runner rankings. Talk a little bit about both those. So the race results, we've got a crack team of Chris Utt. Looking for race results in the area. And scouring for race scour- results. Scour- yes. Scours and scavenges. And we want to have a comprehensive list of results from races. Uh, we also, from that list, we, we call uh, 
we call results from uh, about 100 to 105 different races in the area that have certified courses, well-managed uh, events to uh, take those times and feed them into a, into a, uh, into a, f- a formula to uh, determine how well people are running. It, it's, a, uh, it's an amalgamation of uh, course difficulty, which yep. uh, uh, course measure uh, Bob Thurston evaluates, uh, competitiveness, which mm-hmm. uh, George Banker, the uh, histor- race historian, uh, will evaluate, uh, the weather conditions, which Al- Alex Liggett, a, uh, a running Alex weatherman, Liggett, the, weather- the running yeah. weatherman will evaluate, and it all works into a, an equation to, to set a baseline performance for the race, and your time figures in, your, your pace for the race figures into that. Okay. You earn points based on how fast your pace is compared to that baseline pace. Your top six races, top six races throughout the year are averaged and, there you go. It is really cool, and I, I help with that uh, part is, of the... Is that the, why it's so cool? <laughs> well, no. I know. I'm giving you... Your stories are, are, are very cool. I didn't, mean to, I didn't no, no. mean to give your stories a hard time, Charlie. No. I love his stories, just, just for the record. FTR, I love his stories. No, it, it is a very cool thing that we do. We, we rank runners. If you've done three races between January 1 and June 30th that are in this Run Washington ranked race list, you are a ranked runner. So it's not just the fastest. It's not just the fleetest of foot. It is consistency. Consistency. Everybody who runs. And you can see, you know, how you rank against, uh, you know, your age group, uh, male, female, both. So it's a really neat. neat. It it, it ends up favoring the local local runners because uh, maybe people will come and do a few races, here and there, but if they if they if they don't have the staying power to race several times, yep, they're not going to wind up. So it really represents the DC area's runners pretty well. It is the uh, runners' source for the DC area. It's Run Washington. You have a team of of writers and people who work and photographers who mm-hmm. work with you. That he keeps well fed. That yes. he keeps well fed. Yeah, you that take them to both. To I feed them and <laughs> I feed them stories to work on. You do <laughs> take them to District Taco. Uh, frequently, where, where, do we, where do we go after that uh, Christmas race? Bus Boys and Poets. Uh, is that around here somewhere? There's one up a couple blocks up north. Okay, we're sitting here on 14th and S. Uh, in a so beautiful new store. Beautiful new. Thank you. I Lot, appreciate. Lots of natural light. I appreciate that. Yeah. And Edison bulbs. Edison bulbs. Yeah. Docs. Docs is very disappointed he's not here. We found some Edison bulbs. Uh, so you, you have a number of how many how many writers and photographers work for the magazine? About a dozen writers, uh, six or seven photographers. I just spent some time with uh, two of them this week. Okay. Uh, Sarah uh, Aleppin? I actually don't know how to pronounce her last name. <laughs> okay. but nope, she's, no problem. She's been uh, shooting it for us for about a year and a half, and she's she's quite good. She's primarily a wedding photographer. She, uh, she and a, a partner own a bus- uh, business, uh, District Bliss. They do trade shows and things like that but she uh, she shot a story for us on Tuesday that uh, I'm really excited about the photos that came out of that and this morning I was just out with Ed Lull he is the uh, father of a few Chantilly cross country runners okay. and he's been he's been shooting uh, Northern Virginia track and cross country races for about six or seven years now he's a great resource for the for the for that area's uh, uh, athletes and I feel very fortunate to have him helping me out. Yeah, Ed uh, does a great down. job. And he's, and he's got a good eye, too. And finally, you are, maybe not finally, but you are the voice and the uh, character behind the social media of Run Washington. Is that right, True? It is. <laughs> is that right as well, Charlie? Yeah, so you are 
the Twitter. You are the Facebook. You are the Run Washington social media. I am. Yeah, so if you want to follow him, he's a great follow. It's, it's at Run Washington. You'll see things like, I don't know, his laundry hanging up in his office. That's some of the awesome content you'll get. Actually, right now we're doing a little participation game where people, people tag Run Washington with their, their stash of running clothes they keep in the office okay, for, so. uh, for running emergencies. See, uh, So if you tag Run Washington and mention, this is my running stash, we'll repost it. <laughs> I didn't actually even know that. I'm glad. I'm going to uh, send you a picture of my stuff. But he, you do. You he work does in a running store. He Your does, entire store is a running. He does more than just uh, laundry pictures. There's a lot of stuff that goes on to run, grows into Run Washington on the social media side as well. Uh, you can see all the great stories on Facebook. You can see a lot of great images on Instagram and I've Twitter. Been, I've recently been taught how to edit the photos on wow. Instagram. He's dangerous uh, now, some ladies apps, and so gentlemen. I was told to make it look like I saw it. Yeah. So I'm trying to. I've been trying to work with the different Did Kathy levels. tell you that? Kathy's here somewhere. She probably was the one who told you that. No? No. No, okay. Else. It was another social media expert. Awesome. All right. Anything else you have for him, Joanna? Yeah, I think we've had enough of Charlie. <laughs> All right. I think a lot of people feel that way. All right, Charlie, thank you for joining us. Thank you for um, me. That's Charlie Band. He's the editor-in-chief of Run Washington, which is the runner source for the D.C. area. Not region. Not region for the D.C. area. Area. We got that right. Thank you, Joanna. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back with Joe Schultz after this. And Pacer Nation, of course, is sponsored by Pacers Running. Pacers Running with five area locations. Pacers Running is for every run. And, of course, as most of you know, we are opening our new store in Navy Yard next month. All right, Docs, I hope you enjoyed that interview with Charlie Band. We did uh, miss you and... Unfortunately, he didn't promise, or he was very non-committal about doing a story on us or the show, the podcast on Run Washington. So, if you would keep hounding him, I'd appreciate that. I Charlie's got a choice. He yeah. can either be ahead of the curve and write that article on us now, <laughs> uh, or he can get to the back of the line when we blow up and we're really nationwide. That's a good call, Charlie. Yeah. Yeah, he has, he has a unique opportunity, but uh, <laughs> it's passing him by. Good, it's good. Only, it's only a matter of episodes before Rolling Stone is falling. Good, a lot of good stuff there, Docs. Uh, maybe he's going to have a new nemesis by the end of the show. Good use of the word "unique" there too. Well done. So, Charlie, jump, <laughs> jump, jump on the bandwagon now while you still can. Did I use the word "unique"? You did. It was good. Ooh, that was that was that smooth. Was just subliminal. All right, next up we have Joe Schultz we sat down with. He's the manager of the Alexandria Pacers Running and also the head of the Pacers Running Training Group programs. Welcome back to Pace the Nation, broadcasting live here from 14th Street. We're kind of on the corner of 14th and S., very busy still outside here. Uh, great day here at the Pacers Running Grand Opening on 14th Street. I'm your host, Chris Farley. Alongside me, as always, is Joanna Russo. Hi. What's up, Joanna? Well, luckily a cloud has now covered the sun, so We're it's baking. not quite as hot in this A couple of you rotisserie chickens here. Um, I'm playing back, Joanna, because we've got a very special guest. Happy to be joined by Joe Schultz. 
manager of the Alexandria Pacers running store and head of the Pacers running training groups. Joe, this is a real treat. Thanks for having me, guys. What's up, man? Um, we uh, wait, wait, Chris. I think having Joe on the show is probably better than the Pop Tarts from Ted's Bulletin. They were good. Uh, Doc, sorry you haven't been here. We did finally get those Pop Tarts from Ted's Bulletin. Uh, Joe's come by to help us out. He's worked the floor uh, during a very busy day. A lot going on today, but mostly today I wanted to have Joe on to talk about the training groups. He is the head of the Pacers Running Training Groups. Um, does a great job. They are groups throughout the uh, entire D.C. area. But also, Joe, your day job is uh, managing the uh, Pacers Running Alexandria shop. Uh, so we'll start there. How, how long have you been managing the store? Oh, geez. Uh, I've been managing Old Town since May of 2009. Kind of a, a unique uh, way you got involved in retail. Tell us that, that story. A little different than Joanna. Joanna just started showing up, and then she ended up getting a paycheck. Was that similar to your experience? I um, hope it was different than her experience. It's not too dissimilar. <laughs> um, uh, when my wife and I moved out to the area, we started running with the fun runs. Uh, we were both practicing architecture at the time. And uh, when the economy had its little nosedive in 2008, uh, I'd been running with that fun run group in Old Town for a while. Um, and I kind of needed to find a part-time job so we could pay our mortgage. And at that point, uh, you were kind enough to give me a job, and then a few months later, it just so happened I got to stick around. So he was really good. I mean, that was the same for you. You both were really good. Uh, I'm sitting here with two of my best managers here. It's kind of like picking But don't worry, listeners. If he had to rank them, I'd still be number two. (laughs) No, it's not true. Uh, you can't pick, you know, your kids. You can't pick like favorite kids, um, but no, you did. You were you were really good, and we were like, we can't lose this guy. So I, I don't remember exactly, but we ultimately said, yeah, you can work part time doing your architecture job, and then you can also work for us. How is that? How it went down? Uh, sort of. Um, I actually spent a year doing both working at the architecture firm and working at the store full-time. That's right. And uh, after a year of that, my wife told me that I could not do that any longer, right. and I had to pick what I wanted to do. He was working two full-time jobs. I do remember that. Um, That's right. And so, you were working like 6 a.m. to like 2, and then, yep, two, and to then 2 to close at the store. And there was one night in particular, uh, I had gone in earlier than usual to the office, uh, worked, came to the store, then I had to go back to the office for a deadline. Yeah. And I realized, you know, I wasn't necessarily enjoying what I was doing in the office every day, but every day, no matter how tired I was, I always looked forward to going to the store, working with the customers, working with the staff. Yep. And so literally in the middle of uh, floor plan uh, and making sure it had all the tags and everything on it so we could go to... uh, permit i turned to the guy i was working with that night and said you know uh mark i i think i figured out what i'm gonna do and uh yeah i'm putting in my two weeks nice i didn't know that story that's pretty cool yeah Uh, well that was pretty much it at that point um i just i think i called you the next day and let you know what i decided to do and i got a great (laughs) i think that was (laughs) i was trying to i was it was my poker face you know i was trying to say you know what I don't want him to hold me up for millions and millions of dollars, but I was, 
doing backflips inside. Chris, if you have millions and millions of dollars to pay, we're going to have a talk <laughs> after this. That's true. That's true. Uh, so Joe uh, joined us full-time and has been the manager since. Uh, you were really you, – you mentioned the fun run. You were a fun runner. Uh, talk about the fun runs and how that kind of drew you into the, to the Pacers running kind of cult. I don't know if a cult's the right word, but – that, that might be a little strong. Okay. Cult, cult might be a little strong. Um, so my wife and I originally are from Topeka, Kansas. Uh, we moved out here in 2005. Um, running was really big out here, but not so much in Kansas, as you might guess. Yeah. Um, so actually having seen a running store in Kansas, or not ever seen a running store in Kansas, when I got off the metro first day to go to my new firm, yeah. uh, I actually walked by the Clarendon store. And I called Sonia at that point and said, there's a running store. They have fun runs. There's a running store. We, we need to go check this place out. And found out there we lived in Old Town that there was one in Old Town that we hadn't been to that part of King Street yet. And we ended up dropping into that fun run as well. Got to meet, well, got to meet you. Got to meet your brother. Yeah. Uh, got to meet Brian Collins, who was managing the store at the time. He was also from Kansas. Uh, oh, he made fun of me in my Kansas State hat. Oh, that's right, because he went to Kansas, <laughs> so I don't know if you yeah, immediately hit it off or not. Is that the, are those the rock chalk people? <laughs> yes. Kansas is the rock chalk people, He's yes. Careful, Joanna. KU. He, he's KU. Not, yeah. Kansas State. Yeah, he, he, careful. He's not the rock chalk. Yeah, I... <laughs> He he was like I'm not so sure dagger. about you anymore. She was he was shooting daggers through Joanna. That was really funny. Um, but no, that's uh, that's 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 fair. I'm glad you 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 knew that that it was related to Kansas was Rock Chalk Jayhawk. But that is what Brian Collins was uh, an alum of Kansas or alumnus of Kansas, and you were an alumnus of uh, K State. So you guys had at least that connection, even though you guys are fierce rivals on the court and on the field and all that stuff. Yeah, and we we just started to come out to the runs regularly, got to know everyone. And, you know, the connection we had with the folks in the group was a shared passion for something we were doing, running, as opposed to the folks that we were spending much more time with in our offices. But they're just, you know, they're people we worked with, and it wasn't the same thing. The fun runs kind of became family for us. Wait, I want to back up a second because I actually thought that you and Sonia met at a fun run, but you moved here from Kansas yeah, together. No, we met the first day of college. Oh, see, I didn't know any of this, and I've just been thinking that you guys met at a fun run for no, the No, we, we do have, uh, in Old Town through the fun run, we have seven marriages and three children that have seven showed up through marriages? the fun run group since we've been there. So you're saying that I should start going to the Old Town fun run? I think everyone should come to the Old Town fun run. And one of the kids... Through those marriages, what's his, <laughs> what's his name? So they, they had the kid, uh, and we saw the parents a few months later and just talking to him. It's like, how are things going? How's the little one? It's like, oh, yeah, we had a little boy. It's like, great. What's his name? His name, and I'm not kidding, Pace Lion. Pace so Lion. Pace is the first name because they met at the fun run, and Lion because dad is a huge Penn State fan. Wow. <laughs> That's awesome. Exactly. Yeah. So there are a number. All the stores have great fun runs. Old Towns uh, rivals this one on 14th Street. I mean, I I see pictures from both, and I'm trying to like count <laughs> runners from Facebook posts, and you know, you, we're talking over a hundred at at your Old Town store. I mean, what what is it about that fun run that is you know keeps bringing people back? I, I liked your word, and, and Joanna pointed this out: shared passion for running. Um, and I think that's probably a key to it. But what else is it about that run? 
so that would be stepping back a, a moment and looking at the fun run that we joined, right? And that it was really super encouraging and open to everyone. Brian Collins was the person running it, but like I said, you would be there from time to time. Your brother would be there from time to time. And it was very much about, we want you to run. We don't care how fast you're running. We don't care how far you're running. We want you to come out and join us. We want you to have a good time. And that's something that we've tried to continue with the group and the group, everyone in the group embraces. And so it's always a, a more the merrier sort of thing. And so if you come and you want to run a half mile, I can tell you where to do a half mile and turn around and come back. And if you want to do eight, I can show you how to do eight, where that course might be. And everyone just, it's just a family group. I mean, people just hang out all the time together. Um, you know, regularly the, the store closes at eight. My staff's out of there around 8.20, 8.30. Sonia and I are going home until nine. Because people are just standing around, chatting, hanging out, and relaxing. Speed and, dating? Uh, not so much speed dating anymore, because a lot of folks did get married. <laughs> but uh, no, it's it's just the group is fantastic. They just love having new folks show up. Also, as as we mentioned, you you are head of the training programs. Uh, talk to us about what are the Pacers running training programs? Well, really, it's. It's just all about uh, kind of trying to expand on what we do in the store, uh, trying to help customers improve. Um, essentially, you you come to us with a goal. You know, I want to accomplish blank, whether it's I want to run a mile at a specific pace or I want to do this in a 5K or I'm training for my first marathon or whatever it is. Uh, you you give us the information for what you're wanting to do. Uh, we ask some questions about what you're currently doing, uh, you know, how much running are you doing right now? What sort of mileage? What days? You know, injuries, things like that. So we have an understanding where you're coming from. Um, and then we build a schedule uh, specific to you to try to, you know, everyone's going to be a little bit different with what they get and what they need. We have the training program through each of the locations, right? We've got them uh, running out of uh, the 14th Street store here, out of Old Town, out of Fairfax, out of Clarendon. Um, and one of the things we're really trying to do is make sure that we can touch each of the places we're at and not just have one central hub. So are you writing programs for everybody, or are there specific coaches at each location? Um, it, it, a little bit of both. Um, the coaches are writing programs. I'm writing programs. It kind of depends on who's got what load at the time. So, like, Chris Daggett at the Clarendon store, if he's you know got extra time available to be writing the programs himself, he'll write them out out of a a spreadsheet we've got that kind of keeps everything uniform in terms of look and function. I'll do it. He'll do it. Whichever coach at the location. How many times a week are we uh, meeting these runners? Um, in terms of a coached workout, it's, it's Wednesday nights right now. Um, so each coach, you know, they're having their workouts typically at a track or it's a hill session, um, depending on what week it is. And that's when they're meeting with the runners. Cause it's, it's a confined course right so you can watch people do laps around the track you can give each person feedback you can give correction you can give instruction whereas you know if you've got eight people you're coaching and you're going out to do a five mile run together it's really hard to try to keep tabs on everyone so it's it's wednesdays specifically with their coach and then uh long runs on the weekends they have the option of running with one of the organized long run groups some of which have one of the coaches as the leader of the group or uh not it just depends do you have any success? I'm sure you do have some success stories. Maybe you can share with us some success stories of the training programs. Um, 
I can I can think of a few. I'm putting um, you on the spot here. Well, I'll take a couple from last year, folks that uh, I interacted with a little bit more directly, so I'm more familiar with the stories. Um, we had uh, one gal that was working out with us in the Old Town store. Um, I think she was being coached by Kate uh, Majaluski, who's now down at the Fairfax location. But she came to us because she wanted to improve her Marine Corps time uh, and set herself up for a good Disney marathon in, right. uh, in the winter. Yeah. yeah. And she started training with us in June. So she signed up for a pretty lengthy schedule. Um, her race season started in September with, uh, I forget which 10-miler it was, but every race she knocked out, everything she came back with was a PR. Um, so she knocked about 40 minutes off her marathon, but everything, her 10-miler, everything was an improvement. And part of it was just having someone there to keep, keep her accountable is what she suggested. But you know, the schedule and specific workouts and keying it towards different goals as you go along was really the entire point. So everything builds to you know, the end goal. We had another person who's actually working with uh, Lyco uh, out of the 14th Street location who she wanted to run Marine Corps last year, but she wanted it to be a Boston qualifier. Um, she was highly motivated, and we uh, designed a pretty aggressive schedule for her, and she came out and she worked her butt off, and she got to Boston. Um, then she decided she wanted to put a, a really aggressive one, 135 half marathon down, or 130. I would have to look at my spreadsheet to double check that. I'm sorry. Um, but she hit it's that. okay. We don't fact check on this show. Very good. Very good. Uh, but she hit her goal there with some time to spare, and now we're aiming her for uh, um, a 320 for this year's Marine Corps. And she's she's killing it on her way there. So is it just longer? Like, is it just marathoners that you guys coach, or you have uh, other distances in anyone, the program as well? Anyone. Uh, I've, I've worked with folks who just what their goal is is I want to run three miles, and I want to do it comfortably. Um, so we've designed walk-jog schedules to get them built up so that they start at a nice uh, run-walk interval based on kind of where they are and what their fitness level is. And, you know, through the length of the program, we aim them towards getting to where they want to be. Sometimes it's still walk-jog. Sometimes it's getting them from walk-jog to run. Uh, we've had folks who've done that and have come back for another session, and now it's I'm running continuously, but I want to run this time. Can you get me there? And we'll help you do that, too. So our training programs, it sounds like people don't have to conform to what we're offering. We conform to what they want to do. Very much. It's, it's an individualized process. Um, I, I get emails from folks all the time asking, hey, can I, can I train for Marine Corps? I didn't see a Marine Corps-specific program in the group. And I said, you know, the responses are always, you can train for anything you want. If you want to train for Marine Corps, if you want to train for, you know, uh, Annapolis 10-miler, if I've got folks doing Chicago, I've got, you know, it's just whatever you want. And the weeks of session time you sign up for, that's just kind of determines, you know, you want to leave enough time to actually hit your goal. But, yeah, anything you want to do, we'll help you get there. So we're here at the 14th Street Grand Opening uh, Celebration. Uh, it's been a great day. Um, we're sitting down with Joe Schultz on Pace the Nation here. Um, what is, is, is there a way that you keep track of these runners along the way? I mean, you probably have dozens and dozens of runners, right? Uh, so far this year, I'm, I'm at 97 wow. for the year, uh, which is pretty good. 
Um, we, the way everything is tracked, there's certainly the registration sign up so we can see who signed up and what they're doing. But everyone gets issued a spreadsheet that is their training schedule. It's a calendar for the entire time that they're going to be running with us. And so with that, I have auto- automatic notifications and all the coaches have it set too so that whenever they update anything on their schedule, I can see it. And I encourage them to do the same thing so that whenever we make changes to their schedule, they get notified instantly as well, whether that's notes, whether that's, you know, let's adjust this workout to do this, whatever it's going to be. So every morning I wake up and uh, I have anywhere from 20 to 40 emails in my inbox from people who updated their schedule uh, in the last 20 hours or so. So it sounds like you have two full-time jobs again. (laughs) I know. Not quite full time, um, <laughs> but close. Joe, do you uh, have ways that they can link up with other people? You know, during times that they're not meeting the, meeting with you guys or your coaches. Oh, absolutely. Um, based on the information they give us when they sign up, kind of what they're running now or when they're available to run. Uh, we always make suggestions that folks run with any of the fun runs, kind of whatever store is closest to them, because. You know, every day of the week, uh, every store's got something going on. There's AM runs, there's evening runs, uh, there's the trail runs, there's weekend long runs. And so one of the goals is to try to get the folks who sign up with the program to also get incorporated into the community of runners in the area so that you know they realize it's not an independent thing they have to struggle through on their own. It's actually a lot more fun if you can get out there and run with other people because it makes the mileage go by. Yeah. All of a sudden, it's just an easier thing to do. Well, that's Joe Schultz. You can find him on the website. It's runpacers.com. And look on the top of the tab. You'll see training. I think your email's on there. Um, Absolutely. Joe at runpacers.com. So it's Joe at runpacers.com. You can also find him in our Old Town store. Uh, he was slinging shoes today here at the 14th Street Grand Opening. All right, Joe, uh, thanks for joining us here. Um, we'll have to get you on again uh, again soon. Maybe we'll go on the road to Old Town and uh, you know, broadcast from a fun run or something. Sounds like a lot of fun. We'd love to have you out. Yeah, and just get, like, congregate all the cute boys in, like, one section. (laughs) I'll interview them. I'll make a note of that, Joanna. (laughs) All right, that's Joe Schultz. There he goes on Pace the Nation. Thank you guys for joining us here at the 14th Street Grand Opening. We're going to take a break and be back after this short message. All right, great interview there with Joe. Appreciate Joe Schultz joining us on the program. I learned a lot about... um, our training program groups, maybe it's not a good thing when um, I don't know a lot of these things that are going on, but uh, Joe uh, is doing some great things. So if you're looking to uh, train for a race, he's a he's a great option uh, with the Pacers running training groups. Well, the only thing I'll say about what you just said and yeah. is the less you know, the better. Am I right, Joanna? <laughs> That's probably true. That is true. All right. Thank you guys for listening to Pace the Nation. And thank you, um, Brother Russo, for um, binge listening. Michael, for binge listening to all the shows. For Joanna E. Russo and William E. Docks, I'm Chris Farley. We'll see you next week. She's in the box.